0: relating back to earlier, it it did make me think that like, I wasn't deserving of anything good in my life. You know what I mean? Like, like, can I get love the right way? Like, am I accepting of some real love? You know what I mean? Because, you know, the last time I was in a relationship or a situationship, as we call it now, um, I just like devoted so much time and effort into this one individual that when I met her, she was like a very broken individual. And I was trying to help her fix that i was trying to kind of pick up her pieces but like in the process i didn't know that i was i was breaking myself this is sad boy radio
1: what's going on everybody welcome back to sad boy radio i'm your host matt and today we got a very special guest uh man he's he's done a lot he was former he used to be signed to empire had a lot of bad business deals apparently but you know it'd be like that out here you know i i wish that wasn't your entrance bro i wish that wasn't your introduction but if it's the if it's the quota right if it's the sad boy nature of this shit and it is what it is go ahead and introduce yourself
0: what's up sad boy radio it's your boy mercus set checking in man live and direct how y'all doing today man a
1: little sick but it really be like that out here uh well, what about you, man? Go ahead and talk about that first opportunity, man, that we mentioned—that Empire deal, right? It's an amazing opportunity you got. You know, you were contacted by the former manager of uh, YK Osiris and Sean Kingston, and man, it just went, it went south. So, go ahead and let the people know a little bit about who you are and how that
0: all got started. I mean, shit, man. It was one of the, you know, it was one of the first opportunities that kind of jumped in my face, and um, you know, once I kind of did a little bit of background on the person that was managing me at the time, you know, I, I did realize his credentials lined up, you know, he did manage all these big artists. And I felt like if he, if he saw something special in me, I might as well go and jump at it. You know what I'm saying? And, um, so we, we did form a very good business relationship at the start. Um, you know, but there was a lot of shady stuff behind the scenes that I wasn't really aware of until the end of it. And, um, you know, like one of the clear examples is like when i started getting paid from this guy like it wasn't checks coming from empire it was coming straight from his llc and um you know i was i was kind of concerned about what he was doing and what he was going to do with my career moving forward you know it came to the point where it's like he got control of my distribution account and then he changed all the routing and banking information on it so when i was putting a lot of money into marketing for my biggest songs he was getting all that money, and I wasn't even aware of it. You know what I mean? And he kind of ghosted me. He blocked me. Um, and it was really unfortunate, you know, but it's a it's a live and learn lesson. You know what I mean?
1: How the fuck did you even find out, right, because I watched another podcast. You talked about that shit. Nobody fucking asked that question. Like, how the fuck did you even find out that this shit was going on?
0: Well, so this was before I signed that whole agreement with uh, Beep Bread that I was talking about earlier. Uh, this is when I still had access to my distribution account, which was CD baby. Um, it was very plain and simple. Like, you know, I, I logged on to the account and saw that the routing and banking information was not mine. Um, it was someone from someone in Atlanta. He lives in Atlanta and, uh, it, it caused a really big, uh, controversy because when I called him out on it, he got very defensive and he started saying like, fuck you, fuck your team. You know, like, he was making threats and shit. And I'm just like, bro, I asked you a simple question. You know what I mean? Like, if we can't be transparent with each other, then there's no point to have a business relationship. And, um, you know, he just proceeded to block me and said, watch my back, and he could get me touched and all this shit. And, um, you know, it, we kind of just ended uh, the conversation there. But I at, at the beginning of that relationship, I definitely appreciated him because he he, up, he uplifted me to a point where it's like, I know like I'm I'm worthwhile. You know what I mean? Like and I feel like a lot of artists like in the process get discouraged of that. But he was one of the first people that kind of like got me out of my shell and put me in those uncomfortable positions to grow as an artist, but you know, I feel like I definitely had to go through that with him at least to learn that like bro, not everyone's going to be your friend in the in the industry, you know what I mean? And growing up, I didn't really have a big homie kind of telling me what to do and what not to do in the industry. So everything that I've learned and everything that I've gone through it's all off a trial and error. How do you feel like your mindset changed? You can't trust everyone, and um, that's all right. Uh, there's no reason uh, not to trust anyone, but at the same time, like you know, protect your energy at all costs. The whole money aspect in the music business, like, it's not the most important thing to me. But you also want to know the business side in case you do get fucked over. You know what I mean? And this was my first time getting fucked over. This was my first time getting finagled. Um, And I was relatively younger. I was like 22 years old. So I didn't know too much. It was, it was more like, like, I want to sign something and I want the money. That's what I wanted. You know what I mean? But now, like, I feel like there's a little bit more soul and purpose driven behind my music and what my mission statement is. Um, And I feel like that's a, a huge reason why a lot of, you know, labels don't try and go for older artists because they want to find people. Or at least people within the label, they want to find people, younger people that they corrupt, that they could take advantage of. You know what I mean? If you if you have your business in order and you have your music in order, it's really hard to take advantage of. You know what I'm saying? And I had to go through that to kind of learn how to put my – how to align my business – like with my music and my music like the, the artistry side you know what i mean so i feel like i had to go through that and it sucks because you know he was very connected he was very tapped in with a lot of people and I'm, I'm i'm sure he tried to slander my name throughout the process but you know what's real will prosper is what i always say and uh real talent speaks for itself for sure so i'm not worried about it um and i'll continue to make great music as long as i'm alive mm-hmm.
1: and i mean it really be like that right you will you go through these relationships that you think are going to last forever, right? You That are going to at least, you know, be beneficial for you because nothing lasts forever at the end of the day. But not being able to carry out a honest, decent relationship, that's where it fucks with your mind and it fucks with the way that you start to think. You know what I'm saying? Before we hop completely into that, you know, let them know, let the people know, what what is your mission statement?
0: I said this before uh, previously and I'll say it again, like. I don't define success as how much money a person has or the valuables or the tangible things that they have. To me, what success is defined as is like how many people you were able to positively impact before you pass away, before you die, before, you know, this time. And, um, you know, like that, that is my mission statement. Like if, if I was able to positively impact someone with my music or with my lyrics when they were going through a hard time. Then I knew I was I I know I'm successful. I knew I won. You know, what I mean, like I feel like a lot of people get into this industry for the wrong reasons. But it's like, man, like I want to be like that, that mission statement or that voice for the people that didn't have anyone to advocate for them when they were younger, growing up, getting bullied, going through mental health, going through issues with their parents, whatever the, the situation may be. All I want to do is positively impact people, make people feel better and let them know that there's hope. And no matter what you do in this lifetime, you will always get an opportunity to excel and climb to be the best version of yourself that you can be no matter what. Everyone will get their opportunity. Everyone will get their chance. But
1: where did this ideology stem from? Right? Because everybody goes through shit. Everybody has a story in their life and they, they develop, you know, there's two paths to take, right? Right. There's the path of, Man, fuck these people. I I don't give a fuck. And let me go find a way to create an outlet for people. Let me make sure that they feel like there's somebody else that they can relate to. And for me, a lot of the time that came from, you know, broken relationships, which is why this is such a great topic to be able to talk about, right? I'm going to give you the title of the episode right now. It's called Never Enough For You. And that's because a lot of the times it feels like, you know, we're never enough for the people that surround us, we're never enough for ourselves. And we're never enough for, you know, what we want to achieve. We never feel like we're doing enough or we've achieved enough. But when it comes to me, right, I always drew inspiration from broken relationships. That's why I love Bachata. That's why I love these heartbroken songs, because it was always, man, this shit never worked out for me. You know, there's a song called Ni La Amor by aventura where he talks about like you know don't tell cupid where i went i went on vacation and i'm never coming home so tell him don't knock on my door because i'm not there and give him my reasons for it right because right. all this shit has happened to me and love has never worked out for me and i i don't know if it will so for me i wanted to create something that you know people could relate to people that you know, do go through those heartbreaks, those people who do go through those broken relationships and need somebody to feel like, man, like I'm not alone. I don't got to sit at home in my bed curled up because I'm sad. You know, I can listen to this dude and, you know, laugh at him or feel like, you know, there's somebody there with me
0: going through it. So for you, what was that? As far as my mission statement, I think even before I got my heart broken the first time, I think like it was just how my parents raised me, you know what I mean. Like it's it's the simple golden rule of treat people how you want to be treated, and you know you'd be surprised. Like you just you just gotta have like a human aspect to you, you know what I mean. And just understand that like, you know you might not know what people are going through in their day to day life. So I think it's I think it's a golden rule to just be nice to everyone you see. But I feel like I started to embody that more when I went through my first heartbreak. Now, you know I've been in relationships since I was eighteen years old and. You know, I've some some have been really good, some have been really bad, but got a little late, bro. Nah, no, nah. T- shit. <laughs> shit, everyone's got to start somewhere. Am I right? And uh, you know, I can tell you f- for a fact, like I didn't get my heart broken for real, for real, until this past year, and um, you know, it took a lot out of me. It fucked up my mental health, like kind of like what we were relating back to earlier. It it did make me think that like I wasn't deserving of anything good in my life. You know what I mean? Like, like can I get love the right way like am I accepting of some real love you know what I mean because you know the last time I was in a relationship or a situationship as we call it now um, I just like devoted so much time and effort into this one individual that when I met her she was like a very broken individual and I was trying to help her fix that I was trying to kind of pick up her pieces but like in the process I didn't know that I I was breaking myself you know what I mean? And it was kind of like me de- doing a disservice to myself. You know what I mean? like and it, and it sounds selfish and everything, but in order for you to love people the correct way, in order for you to give back to your community and be a pioneer in the community and be a role model and a leader for others, you got to learn to love yourself. You know what I mean? That's how you put yourself in position to love others the correct way. And, you know, this past year I went through a lot of loss and it was like, it it really fucked me up mentally because it was like it was like i was mourning for someone that wasn't that didn't even pass away you know what i mean i go through something i have a bad day and like what am i doing i'm quick to jump on my phone and i want to text this person i want to call this person and let them know how my day went and it's like because we're not even on that level of being cordial with each other i, I don't have that resource anymore you know what i mean so i used to beat myself up a lot about it I always thought that I was in the wrong. I felt like I wasn't deserving of real love, good love. And, um, I could definitely tell you like after that whole situation, like my walls definitely got built back up. Now I could tell you in the process, um, the one thing that I do appreciate that, like I, like I said, I felt like I had to go through this. I made some amazing music out of this. I made some amazing songs and amazing music that a lot of people will be able to relate to. You know what I mean? And, um, I felt like the music wouldn't have been as pure and as authentic if I really didn't go through that, that hard breakup. Cause like, I don't know, like I, I was just one of those people that it's like, you know what, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But it's like, I, I learned this past year, like, bro, like attachment is real. And when you invest so much time and energy into one person or one thing, like it, it could really like fuck up your mental, you know what I mean? So I've just learned not to be attached to anything and kind of just like what you were saying earlier, like, nothing lasts forever. At the end of the story, we are going to, we're all going to die. You know what I mean? And um, it just makes me more appreciative of every moment that we have with the people that we have. And that's what kind of gets brought back into the mission statement. Like, I don't know how long I'm going to be with these people X, Y, and Z, but as long as I'm with them, I will try to add value to their life. And if something changes, then it changes, but I just want them to remember me by someone that always went out of his way to better their situation in any way I could, whether that was money, whether that was emotional support, whether that was guidance in whatever industry that they were doing. As long as I could benefit them in some way, then I will be at peace. And being able
1: to give back to those people, right? Being able to make, just like we said, make those people feel like there's somebody there for them, add value to their life, and you know that does come with attachment. Because you get attached to these people and you build these relationships. You build these emotions that are all connected to each other. And breaking that attachment is one of the hardest things you have to do. Because it's not an overnight process.
0: 100%.
1: It doesn't just end because you went to sleep and woke up the next day. You know, hopefully you woke up the next day, right? But it doesn't just end after a week, two weeks, even a couple months. Like, that that shit does not end. And shit i mean i made a a bunch of episodes about the same person you know so for me to sit here and like act like it would change out of nowhere like that's not realistic but for you you know you mentioned how you know i don't feel like i can be attached to anyone or anything anymore why how did your thinking change because of this relationship or situation? just
0: like i said I, I devoted so much time and energy into this person where it's like i was putting their needs before my own and that's 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 really what you call unconditional love i feel like people what people forget to understand the concept of real love is something that you really cannot control people will people that know me can sit there and be like oh he's controlling or he he can't let it go He's so obsessed about this whole girl or he's so obsessed about this one thing. That's not the case. It's like when someone leaves a real imprint on your life, like even though like we might not agree with everything, I still want the best for you. I still love you. You know what I mean? And and for the fact that I can't I'm not comfortable enough to reach out to an individual and tell them where I'm at in life or like chime in on them and see how they're doing. It really it really puts a, a big toll on my mental health because I have I've been losing friends from overdoses, gun violence, car accidents since I was 16 years old. So like when I build a relationship with people now, I really try to retain that relationship with them because it's like bro, life, life is such a precious thing and death is very random and it could happen at any moment. You know what I mean And after losing so many friends in the last year, or the last couple years, for example, it's just, man, like, I really want to make sure that I try to be on good terms with everyone, because, you know, you like I said, you never know when their day, their last day might be, you know what I mean, and like, for example, like, I had a friend that I wasn't on the best terms with, and he just passed away in, in May or June, and it's like, bro, I always think about him, I have fucking dreams about him, you know what I mean, and, I never really had regret before but the one thing that I do regret is I feel like I should have I should have chimed in on him a little bit more. I should have been there for him even when we weren't like friends like that, you know what I mean? Because we had a falling out, but like at the end of the day, like all the shit that we're fighting about, it doesn't mean shit. It's all fucking pointless. You know what I mean? Like people have to especially in our generation, I feel like we need to really incorporate like a real human aspect and have more empathy towards people and individuals because it's like, bro, like you, you never know when someone's last day is going to be here. And then it's like, what happens? Like they die, they pass away. And it's like, you're going to be sad for the moment, but it's like, you're going to always think about like what you could have done to like better their situation or what you could have done to prevent this from happening. And that's what I'm going through right now. You know what I mean? And it's like, I've, I've had many friends that have passed away in the past years, but it's like, bro, I had a, like I said, I had a good homie that just passed away and it was, we were on the best terms. And, like, that shit haunts me. It's like, bro, like, I should have been there for him more. I should have been more present in his life.
1: But those are the thoughts we have once the person's gone, right? And I don't want to take away from your situation, right? I don't want to say, like, oh, you only feel this way because of this. I've had that situation where people that I've been close to, I think about this every day. I think about all the people that I don't have those conversations with, the people that I don't reach out to, but they don't reach out to me as well, right? And it's nothing about oh well they don't care so why should i reach out to them but it's the thing that we're all so busy with our lives and we all think that oh we're too busy i'm gonna contradict myself right now right we all think that oh i'm too busy to reach out i'm too busy to do this i'm too busy to make you know a couple an hour for a friend that i haven't seen in a while but how how busy do you have to really be, right? It's just like they say, if they wanted to, they would.
0: I love that. I love that. That is that is a huge thing that I stand on. If they wanted to, they would. You know what I mean? And like I'm I'm never I never put myself in a position where it's like, well, they didn't reach out to me, so I'm not gonna reach out to them. Most of the time I'm the one reaching out to people. You know what I mean? I don't care about what they think about or like how they perceive me. It's just like, bro, this life is short and it's like, Man, don't don't wait until the last minute because the feelings that I have now, you're right. It's like I I, ha- I feel like these feelings are way more amplified because he's gone and I can't talk to him. You know what I mean? But when he was hitting me up and trying to, like, rekindle our friendship, I had the opportunity. But the one question that I always asked him, I was like, man, like, are you like, are you trying to come into my are you trying to come back into my life for the right reasons? Because it would be a shame. Like, I'm doing so good right now. You know, what I mean, I don't want someone to come back into my life and corrupt the energy and the motion that I got going. You know what I mean? And I I feel like that might have stuck with him a little bit differently or hit him a little bit harder. And
1: what forced you to separate yourself from him?
0: I feel like there's a lot of animosity involved. And, you know, we grew up with each other. And um, a lot of people don't understand, like when you're an artist, like you go through all the emotions of being an artist and like you tend to isolate yourself away from everyone, including family. And it has nothing to do with them, but it's more so like you're so goal driven and like, me like personally like i'm very big on my legacy I, i'm very big on how i want people to remember me by so when i'm stuck in a rut or i'm not in the best position like i tend to block out everyone like that, that like i said my friends my family and people people take it a little bit personal they're like why why'd you stop fucking with me it's not that i didn't stop fucking with you it's that i'm going through something right now and i need to kind of bring myself back to a level platform where I have a, a healthy balance in my life because, like, you you know, you guys see me smile and stuff, but it's like I'm not actually smiling. This is the front, bro. I'm sad as fuck every day, sad as fuck, depressed, like not thinking about life the way that I should. And when I started thinking that way, the two things that I had to do was I had to reevaluate re- myself and I had to reevaluate my circle. You know what I mean? And it's kind of just like when a flower is growing, like, do you blame the flower for not growing or do you – do you reevaluate the environment that it's in? Like, does it have enough sunlight? Does it have enough water? Does it have enough nutrients? You know what I mean? That's what I was doing. So when I was going through shit, I'd always take a step back from people and I'd tell people like, don't, don't take it personal, but I need to focus on myself in order to be the best version I can be. So, I can positively impact other people because it's not gonna it's not gonna work the other way around. I can't be at the worst position in my life and still try to help people and benefit people if I'm not in the right headspace. You know what I mean?
1: I get you, and you know, being in that state where you don't feel like your best self, you feel like you you know I've said it before. You look in the mirror and you kind of you're like, who the fuck is this? Why why am I not the best me? And how do I go about getting to that point right and you feel lost you feel like damn like there's no way out of this especially when you're so tunnel visioned right you're so focused on yourself and you're so focused on the only things going on with you that you can't pay attention to anybody else you can't accept the love that anybody else is trying to give you because you don't feel like you deserve it at that point as well there's a song and i know you know this song because you got to Quote tatted on your rib, Slipknot by X. Yeah. Lost in the pessimistic state of perception, it's been hard to participate in natural instances. And due to my history, I don't know what's next for me. And not and just like I said, being in that pessimistic state where you're like, man, fuck this shit, right? I don't know what's next. I don't. I don't know what to do. And I don't know what's the next step that's going to help me. I can't participate in these things that I'm supposed to naturally be able to do, right? Get out of bed, feel okay, feel like every day is going to, you know, bring something better. It's just one of those instances where it's like, okay, like, how the fuck do I get out of this? For you, how have you dealt with your mental health struggles?
0: I'm not going to keep it peaches and cream. Like, you know, like, I I would tell you the positive things that I've used to you know, better my mental health is definitely music and working out and being around my friends, my real friends. That, that has definitely helped me to a certain extent, but like when I wasn't making the best decisions, bro, I was high as fuck off Xanax and perks. That's all I used to do. You know what I mean? And sometimes I still struggle with that shit, but you know, I think it's like, it. it like I said, like it, it really goes back to the balance that you have in your life. And, um, I tend to rely on my friends and, working out and making music to positively impact that or combat that but uh you know sometimes I have slip ups and sometimes I go down that dark path where it's like where it's like bro I know people are here for me you know what I mean but it's like I've heard the same shit over and over again it's like bro you know I'm here for you if you ever need anything well, It's like well what if some shit was to happen like and I need you like at the end of the day like bro we're all going to die by by, by ourselves you know what I mean we we only have each other at the end of the day and um I kind of had to find a way to make peace within myself that like I do have the opportunity to have people be around me and positively impact me but if I want to change my mindset it starts with me you know what I mean and and it was like it got to the point where it was like bro like I I gotta stop feeling sorry for myself like it's like I, I understand like the whole healing element and see a lot of a lot of people don't know this and I've said this before. It's like a lot of people think that like healing is a linear thing. It's not. Like I have my good days and I have my bad days. You know what I mean? I haven't been in a relationship for almost or situationship, whatever, for almost a year now. You know what I mean? And like I said, like some days I'm I'm great, my energy's there, but some days, like you said, like I'm curled up in my bed. I don't wanna leave. I don't wanna talk to no one. And it's like as badly as I want people to be there for me, I know that it starts with me. Like it's, it's about my mindset and how I perceive things. So if I start my day by saying that it's going to be a bad day, more than likely it's going to be a fucking bad day. You know what I mean? But like you have the opportunity to say like, this is going to be a good day. I'm going to get X, Y, and Z done. And even if it's not like the biggest thing, like you're at least making the proper steps in the right direction towards your goals into what you want to do. And it all starts by your mindset. You know what I mean? And I think everyone has those days where you're not in the best headspace and stuff, and hopefully you do have a friend group or a family or someone that will be able to support you through that. But never rely on anyone. Don't count on anyone for anything. Like it starts with you. You know what I mean. And that, and ultimately, like when when you assess that and you become self aware to that aspect and to that level, you will have a better outlook on life, and and you'll ultimately you'll know how to address your feelings. You know what I mean. I feel like. When you're not self-aware you you really don't know what's going on so like you kind of look for everyone for support but like if you're able to be self-aware and assess your feelings then you'll have things in place to combat all the negative thoughts you're feeling for example like like i said like when i'm feeling like shit like i tend to work out and i tend to make music to like fight off that mental illness you know what i mean but like there's been times where it's like you know i'm i'm doing the bad thing and it's like i'm i'm doing perks i'm doing zans whatever it may be, you know what I mean? But like I said, it's really about finding that balance and kind of like kind of speaking that into existence. You got to tell yourself like you you know you're you're on the right path and it's like um it's like another quote that I heard before. It was like you're going through something in life, you're down in the dumps, you're at your lowest low. Guess what? This too shall pass. You you think you're on top of the world and you know everything, you have everything figured out? Guess what? This too shall pass. So just having that ideology in my head and having that mindset, it, it has definitely humbled me to a certain extent because I never always used to think like that, you know what I mean? I, you would be surprised how, how crazy life is and how fast things are to change. So that's ultimately why like, I've taken a step back and I really try not to attach myself to too many people. I fuck with that quote, bro. I, I fuck with the idea,
1: you know, just like you said, you know, at your lowest lows, this shall pass, at your highest highs, this shall pass, right? Because it goes back to that idea of nothing is permanent. That's the thing that's never shown. People only glorify the good things. People only show you what's positive going on in their life. Nobody will ever, you know, as deep as we get onto this podcast, right? Nobody will ever let you know, like, hey, this shit happened to me and it impacted me bad. I went through this shit and now I'm over here, you know, taking a pill to make myself feel numb, to make myself feel anything, right? because sometimes people feel nothing and you know that for you to speak about that journey right I appreciate you shedding light on that and letting people know like hey you know I fuck up too you know I I make this music I make I do things that people wish they could do but at the same time I'm still human and I'm still flawed and nothing will ever you know I At the moment, I feel like nothing's ever going to make me feel good again. During those times, what is something you learned about yourself, both good and bad?
0: I feel like with the both good and bad thing, it's like because of my platform and because of how many people I impact and how many people I can reach out to, I feel like it's a disservice of me to get on interviews, get on podcasts, and only tell them the good things in life. You know what I mean? I started getting more into the podcast world, more into the interview world in the last couple of months. And, like, one thing that I've noticed is that I'm, I'm only really talking about the good things, you know what I mean? And when we kind of crossed paths and we had our conversations, I was like, bro, like, this is a very good opportunity for me to tell people, like, bro, I'm going through it. Like, I, I am. I'm going through it, you know what I mean? And I'll, a lot of people that see me on a day-to-day basis would be so surprised that I'm saying this right now.
1: My bad, I don't mean to interrupt, but why do you feel the need to not let people know what's going on, right? Why do you feel the need to put up this front?
0: A lot of the time when I was growing up, I was I was left alone to deal with my emotions. You know what I mean? And I'm very, listen, I'm very blessed that I I do have a father that cares about me. I have a mother that cares about me. I Not everyone has that opportunity to have parents that care about them and that are in their life presently. But I just feel like, when I was growing up, I was, I was left alone to deal with a lot of my emotions. So it's just like, even, even if I am in a fucked up state, I don't rely on anyone to get me through that shit because I know the only person that's going to make that better is myself. You know what I mean? And I think that's why I really distance myself from people. You know, like I said, people really do not understand why, like I I could be like the, the like I could be the happiest person, the energies in the room, like Tyler's the life of the party, Merck's the life of the party. I want to be around him. And then all of a sudden I go ghost MIA three, four weeks. No one's heard shit from me because it's like I need to take a step back and I have to ground myself. Because if I don't, someone is more than likely to find some type of news article or something on on the world that, you know, I passed away. And God forbid that we get to that point. Right. But it's like this is the stuff that, you know, people don't want to talk about. And it's like. This is why I was I was very blessed to get the opportunity to come on here and get the opportunity to share, like, what I'm going through as far as the negative side of my life. You, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's like the same thing with Instagram. Like I said before, people only post their highlight reels. You know what I mean? And I, like I said, I feel like it it really is a disservice for me to only talk about the good and not talk about the bad because, bro, I, I'm going through the bad right now. And for me not to talk about it, it it's definitely disservice I want to be on this platform right now and tell people like bro like I don't have the best days you know what I mean I'm going through shit right now and it's all right whatever God puts me through I'm gonna keep my head up and go through it 10 toes down but you know like I need I need to address it you know what I mean because if you go on my Instagram you're not going to see me talking about this shit because the second I post some shit like that they're like oh he's crazy oh he's in his feels uh he's on drugs nah I'm probably not but you know what I mean? Like it's the whole social media thing is it's so judgmental and it's like I really appreciate going on podcasts and interviews because it, like I said, it, it gives you that human aspect where it's like I do have the opportunity to talk about what I'm going through. You know what I mean? And I like I said, I feel like it is in my best interest to tell people like, yo, like I'm not I'm not doing the best right now. I, I definitely am going through a lot of shit. And I'm I'm trying to put my best foot forward. I'm trying to be the best version of myself that I can be at this moment. But. I'm still going through shit, still dealing with mental illness, depression, substance abuse. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to find a way to better my situation by kind of showing the the world that, you know, it's it's okay to go through this stuff, but it all depends on how you choose to deal with it. You know what I mean? And and that's what it that's what it comes with. I like I said, like if you have the opportunity to have a good friend group and have good role models in your life that you could lead on, that's great. Use that to your advantage. But At the end of the day, like I said, it starts with yourself. It starts with how you want this day to end, how you want this day to start. Man, well, I
1: appreciate you, you know, sharing that and just being able to feel like you're able to be yourself with us, right? Because just like you said, I got to go fake this now. I got to go to the next person and say, yeah, I'm all right. I'm okay. And I get you. You know, I've, I've been there. I've been the person to be like, I come on here every week, complain about my shit, you know, go about my day and. I see the next person, and they're like, what's up? Chilling. Type like, shit. Even with your art, you know, I've said it so many times, even with your art, people will say, like, they'll never they'll never look deeper into the message, right? They'll never look deeper into the words that you're saying. They'll just listen, and they'll relate. They'll be like, hell yeah, that shit, you know, that shit hit. That's I, I felt that. But once again with the artist right the person who created this shit you felt that do you think this person just came up with that shit do you think juice world just said you know i see your shadows in my room because he didn't feel that shit no like that dude was going through that shit and he had no other way to express it so you know looking farther into that having those broken relationships that You're not able to contact these people, right? The song that came immediately to mind, right? I was in the car and I was thinking, we don't talk anymore. He says, we don't talk anymore like we used to do. We don't love anymore. What was all of it for? We don't talk anymore like we used to. And there's so many relationships that you have, right? That I talked about, broken relationships that you don't talk to these people anymore. You don't know what's going on in their lives no more. And you feel like, man, just like the song now we're just now you're just somebody that I used to know, you're a stranger to me, and it's almost like where where did all that time go? Why did I spend so much time pouring into you, pouring into a relationship that never ended up working, that wasn't even anything, right, just like you said, you were picking up these broken pieces of somebody else. And you were just breaking yourself. <laughs> for you, you know, what What did you take away from this relationship?
0: Like I said, I think at the end of the day, if, it, if it's not a lesson, it's a blessing. And if it's not a blessing, it's a lesson. And, um, you know, as, as far as the relationships that I've had, like, I don't regret anything. Because anything that I've done for a relationship, a friendship, a situationship, like, that was based off of how my parents raised me. So, like, I'll never regret how I treated someone in the process of that, even though I feel like they might have done me wrong. And and I think I think that's why I don't necessarily knock love and true love. Like, I, be, I still believe in love because of how I love people. You know what I mean? It's just, like, when you go through certain instances like that, it just makes you want to close yourself off to the rest of the world. And a lot of people don't understand why until you go through that. You know, and... That's what I'm saying. Like, You you just got to really be protective of your energy. But like I said, it it all starts with you. You know what I mean? You could have a million women in the world. You could have all the money in the world. But you won't truly be happy until you're content with your life and yourself and how you perceive things.
1: That's why people always talk about having that closure. But what really is closure, right? Because to a lot of people, this closure is I'm going to go have this conversation with this person and find out. What went wrong? Why didn't it work out? But sometimes you just got to have that closure with yourself and accept that like, hey, this happened. I'm going to move on from the situation, even if I never get those answers that I need. I man, on my one year episode, I talked about that. I was like, man, growing is knowing that I want that conversation, but knowing that I don't need that conversation (laughs) because needing that conversation is waking up every day and feeling like, man, like. I want to know what's going on in this person's life. I want to know why they couldn't give me what I needed. And then there's, I don't need that shit anymore because I'm not living my life based on their validation at this point. I'm living my life based on the fact that I know what I got going on. I know what they're missing out on. And at some point it doesn't even, it's not even about them. It's about you. It's about everything that you've accomplished and everything that you want to accomplish. Where does your mindset go now? Because just like you said, you were picking up these broken pieces. I want to focus so much heavy on that broken pieces aspect, right? Because it's like you let yourself fall apart and you had to bring all that back. Let that person fall apart. And while you watch this person fall apart from what you built, you have to pick up your broken pieces. So, how do you feel like you know it impacted your mindset and where, who you wanted to be at the end of the day? I
0: didn't think I was able to pick up my pieces again, you know, but I did, and it took a lot longer than it did before. Um, and I'm still not a hundred percent. You know what I mean? I, I like I said, I still have my bad days and stuff, but I really try to confine to my music. I try to confine in my space, my freedom. I try to confine in my friends, my family, and that those are the reasons that keep me waking up every day. That those are the reasons that keep me from trying to overdose or for me trying to end this. You know what I mean? Because it's it, bro. Anyone could take their life. It's it's a very easy concept to do. But you know, I feel like after everything I've gone through, I feel like God has a bigger purpose for me. And there's a reason why I'm still here. And if I wasn't, I'd already be gone. And I I truly believe, like, at the end of this, when it's all said and done, that, you know, at the end of this, everything will be all right. And if it's not all right, then it's not the end. And so that's, that's what I really took to heart. Like, I still have time here. And even though that I'm still in the process of, you know, trying to piece back my heart together and all that stuff, And I'm still trying to let people into my life, even though it's a lot harder now. You know, I I know that I have a big purpose to fulfill in this world. And I got to think about other people, too, because for me to think that I'm the only one going through this right now is bullshit. There is so many other people in the world that are going through the same thing and maybe even worse. So if I have an opportunity to relay my message and relay my experiences with this whole situation, and I'm able to positively impact someone then that is definitely worthwhile you know that is that is what I will live for or that's what I will continue to live for moving forward from the minute I
1: first talked to you really right you were you were spreading love you just hit me up and say hey man I really love your show and I'd love to be a part of it and you know, we don't, you know, it's not, I don't think it's a secret, but it might be a secret, right? We don't just let anybody on here, right? We, we don't just invite everybody that DMs us and says, like, yo, like, nice show. You know how many times I get people that just, like, you need me on your show? I'm like, what do I need about you? What What's so special about you that I need you? Yeah. you know, like, and no offense to any of those artists, right? Because I'm sure you have your story. I'm sure you have something to share with the world. But how are you going to approach a business conversation and say, like, you need me? Nobody needs anybody in this world. The last song I want to give you, right? And I think that it's a song that a lot of people can relate to and that at the end of the day, it's kind of a hopeful one, right? Lose You to Love Me, Selena Gomez, another fucking pop song. We'd always go into it blindly. I needed to lose you to find me. The dancing was killing me softly. I needed to hate you to love me. We all know who that's about, but, (laughs) you know, in these relationships, you know, these situations, a lot of the time they're toxic relationships. You know, you're going back and forth. The dance is killing you softly, right? And I needed to lose you to find me. I needed to separate myself from everybody. I needed to separate myself from you to find the person that I want to be, the person that I need to be, and the person that I've been neglecting for so long, right? I needed to hate you to love me. Sometimes when we separate ourselves from that person, we have to hate them. We have to feel this this disdain for them so that we can feel okay being who we are. And loving the person that we are because we've spent so much time pouring into this person, loving this person, giving them every single thing that I could have possibly given you. And now that, just like I said, now that I built you up, I got to hate you because I don't even love the person I am anymore. The last question I got for you, right? Do you regret this situation?
0: Not at all. I needed to go through this. I've been in relationships before. And it's been cordial for the most part, but like like I said, like this, at 24 years old, about to be 25 in a couple months, like this was my first time that I really got my heart broken, you know what I mean? And I had, this was the only way, I feel like this was the only way for me to really learn how to love myself again, because I'm just, I don't know, I'm just one of those people that like, I always want to put people ahead of my needs, like... It doesn't matter what I need. Like, this person's going through this. This person's going through that. I have an opportunity to make their life better. That's, like, just, that's just how my parents raised me. That's, like, what has been instilled in me from the jump from since I was a little kid.
1: What initiated this feeling of not feeling like you're enough then? Why do you feel like you weren't able to be loved?
0: It was, it was because of the last relationship. I mean, she, um, she was someone that I was really in love with and, um, you know, At the beginning of the relationship, like, she motivated me to, like, get back in the gym, start working out, getting in shape. I had a lot of money. I had a lot of influence. And it was, like, whatever she wanted, she got. Whatever her friends wanted, they got. You know what I mean? And it's not about the money spent. Money comes and goes. You know what I mean? But it's, like, when you're with someone every day, you really realize or you start to realize how attached you are to someone. So it's just, like, towards the end of that whole situation I'm just like I'm giving her every single thing that she wants I'm giving them every single thing that they want why am I not getting the love that I deserve you know what I mean like why am I not being appreciated the way that I want to be appreciated and that's what ultimately made me feel like you know what like am I even worth it like am I am am I a bad person like am I not doing the things I'm supposed to be like am I just like in this world to be taken advantage of and I realize that's not the case. You know what I mean? Like, people are going to act how they act and no matter how many lenses you put on and you want to see a certain person differently, they are who they are based off of how they act. You know? And I I cannot, I will no longer blame myself or punish myself for the actions of others. That's kind of like what we said before. If they wanted to, they would. You know what I mean? And even, sometimes, even though sometimes I don't want to, I will always be the person to reach out. I will always be that person that, hey, you haven't talked to me in 12 months. You haven't talked to me in a year. You need something. It's 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning. You need me? I'll be there. I'll, I'll be there 100%. I'm in my car driving to you. What's up? What do you need? Let's go get some jokes. You know what I mean? But that's because of how I was raised and how I want my kids to be raised, how I want the uh, ideally the rest of the world to be. You know what I mean? Like, I find myself in so many situations where I'm I'm giving more, way more than I'm receiving. You know what I mean? And sometimes, like, I w- I want more back in return. But if your intentions are pure, bro, you never end up losing anyone in the process. They lose you, and that's that's what I've told myself. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I know that I'm doing the right thing every day. Mm-hmm. And even though that that whole last situation took a lot out of me and it made me feel like that to a certain extent. I know that I am worthy. I have a purpose. If I, if I was not alive, I wouldn't have a purpose at this moment. I'm still alive. I'm still here. God has kept me here for a reason. And I will do as much as I can to relay that message to people. So they know that they're not alone. They're not the only one going through this because a lot. Another thing that I think of is like a lot of people think like oh my god like you have everything in the world you have a big following you're good looking you work out you've got it's not like that you know what I mean everyone goes through the same thing and that's why I ultimately felt like you know what I mean I wasn't deserving of this it was just like why am I why am I so obsessed with working out because I want to look good in front of other women why do I want so much money because I want to have that financial freedom to take care of the individual that I care about why do I want to smell good it's for women that I care about. You know what I mean? And so I had to realize, like, bro, like, you know, the pe- the right people will stay in my life for the right reasons. And any person that leaves my life, it's not a loss to me. It's a loss to them. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's what I try to remind myself at the, en- at the end of the day.
1: Facts. I mean, there you go, bro. I want to leave off on that. No, and I really appreciate you coming through. Uh, I mean, man, just, you know, let the world know, like,
0: everybody's worthy, right? I want everyone to know that. Everyone is worthy no matter what. And everyone will get their opportunity to do whatever they want in this lifetime. Whether they have a significant other in their life or not, you will get your chance. You will get your opportunity.
1: All right, guys. Thank you, Moochie. No, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> you know Moochie. You know the name Moochie. That's crazy, bro. All right, guys. Wild, That's all, guys. Thank you for watching the episode with Mercoset. Thank you for watching Sad Boys For Real. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Peace
0: out This is